Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. Yesterday we began to study about excellence, and we saw that this is the fourth aspect of Christ's life that he wants to manifest through us as Christians. And we are using this word life, L-I-F-E, to show the four faces of Christ's life, love, integrity, forgiveness, and excellence. Excellence is a characteristic of Christ's life that doesn't always come to our mind when we think about the qualities of Christ. We certainly know that he's loving, we know that he has integrity, we know that he is forgiving, but excellence is a part of the life of Christ as well. Psalm 150 and verse 2 says, Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. God only does excellent things. The ways of the Lord are excellent. The scripture says, How excellent are your ways, O Lord. To be excellent is to be superior in quality or achievement. It is to excel, to be surpassing, to be the best. Without a doubt, we know that God is excellent. But do we realize that God wants this aspect of his life to show through us as Christians? He wants our ways to be excellent. He wants our ways to be surpassing. He wants to lift the quality of our life to a standard of excellence. We can't do this on our own. Just like all these other qualities of love, integrity and forgiveness we cannot muster this within ourselves. we have to allow his life to come forth through us and it is no less in this aspect of excellence now we saw yesterday that this was an expression of jesus life the gifts at his birth were excellent gold frankincense and myrrh gifts fit for a king his teaching was excellent and the things that he possessed were excellent His robe was one of great quality. It was a seamless robe. It was a robe that caused the soldiers to want to gamble over in order to possess it. Christ did not have much in this life, but that which he did have was excellent. We saw that the anointing that Mary brought to Jesus by breaking that alabaster box over his feet anointing him to his burial was an excellent anointing it was worth a year's wage and then we saw the tomb that he was buried in was an excellent tomb it was a hand-hewed tomb a rich man's tomb all of this speaks to the quality of excellence so it is a godly characteristic manifested in the life of jesus even though he walked humbly in this life He manifested the quality of excellence. And we are not to go through this life in self-indulgence and extravagance, but excellence is to be a quality that marks our life as well. We also looked yesterday in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 10 that we are to approve the things that are excellent. 
God wants the standard in our life to be one of excellence. This verse tells us what we should okay, what we should stamp with that approval. It should only be the things that are excellent. It's not just a matter of saying, well, it's okay, it's passable, but it could be better. God wants us to have this quality of excellence so that we only okay, we only approve the things that are excellent. Now, God wants his people to stand out in this life. He wants us to be a fitting representative of him, of his life. And God is excellent. Let's look at Daniel chapter 6. It says here, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. I want you to see this. A spirit of excellence will distinguish you. There is nothing distinguished about mediocrity of just being normal, of just being average. But if you want to stand head and shoulders above your peers, if we want to stand out in this world, then we need a spirit of excellence. It is what lifts us up. It's what makes us visible. God wants to be visible in this world. He wants his people to have a profile. He wants us to get attention in this life. And the spirit of excellence is essential to accomplish this. Excellence distinguishes. There were all kinds of satraps here, and there were three governors. But Daniel stood out, and the king determined to set him over the whole realm because of the spirit of excellence that was within him. I remember years ago reading a book called In Search of Excellence. It was written by Tom Peters and Robert Waterman. And in this book, they looked at America's best-run companies. And they had criteria for the companies they looked at, ones that had been in business for a number of years and had a continual record of financial prosperity and innovation and progress within their sphere. When they looked at these companies that were successful, they found common characteristics and they summarize the common characteristics up in the title of their book, In Search of Excellence. They said these companies that were the top of their field were companies who sought relentlessly excellence. They wanted to be the best. They believed they would be the best in their field. They wouldn't settle for anything less than being the best. And in the book, they gave different examples of companies who had achieved this. And even though the book is a little dated, being 20 years old, these companies still are at the top of their field. And the reasons that made them the top 20 years ago are still the reasons that put them on the top today. The book said these companies were successful because they excelled in the basic fundamentals of quality, service, and reliability. Their success was not based on their sleek advertising program or 
their particular management technique or a new product that came out that caught the attention of everyone. It was because they just excelled in the basics. They wanted their products to be reliable, to have quality, that their service would be quick and efficient, that they put the customer first, and that they just didn't give lip service to this, but that it was a genuine thrust and pursuit of the company. They went on to say that every company gave lip service to quality, reliability, and service, but that these companies had an unjustifiable overcommitment to these qualities. They just didn't talk about it. They pursued it. It just wasn't written as a statement on paper, but it was the very philosophy of everyone in the company, and their attitudes and their actions were based on this driving pursuit of excellence. Now, I'm giving you these examples in the natural so that we can see the importance of it in our Christian lives. If a natural corporation can find success because of a pursuit of excellence, how much more can we experience success as Christians if we can see how a pursuit of excellence will produce similar results in us? The prime example of this they gave was McDonald's. McDonald's is a phenomenally successful company. And what do they sell? Hamburgers. Who would have thought about this back 30 years ago before anyone had ever heard about McDonald's? that a little roadside stand that sold hamburgers could become a multinational company that has influence around the globe. What produced this? What caused McDonald's to be so successful? Well, as they looked into this, they saw it was the philosophy of the founder, Ray Kroc. Every time he spoke, he spoke about four fundamental values. He called it Q, S, C, and V, quality, service, cleanliness, and value. He never gave a talk. He never gave any kind of presentation without talking about Q, S, C, and V. It is what McDonald's was founded upon, that they would give quality. They would have a quality product, that they would provide service, quick service, what we have come to know now as fast food, that there would be cleanliness in their establishments, and that they would give value, that people could get a good meal, and it wouldn't cost them a lot of money. Q, S, C, and V, just excelling in the basics. They didn't just give lip service to it, but they pursued it. Quality. The policy manual for a McDonald's store says that Big Macs should be thrown out if they're not purchased within 10 minutes. That French fries should be thrown out after 7 minutes if they're not used. That sounds like a waste, but it was their pursuit of quality. We all know the fast food standard that they set. Cleanliness. I remember sitting in a McDonald's not too long ago and watching the staff. It was a little slow time. And as soon as the last person was served and there was no one in line, the people behind the counter picked up a cloth and began to wipe off the counter and to wipe the mirrors. And I thought to myself, this is incredible. Put those teenagers that were working there at home, would they be doing this? No, they wouldn't be. But here, as soon as they had free time, they didn't just loll around. They picked up a cloth and started wiping. They were trained that the store should be clean and that they had a responsibility towards it. Now, all of those things, quality, service, cleanliness, and value, will make a company successful. What will make us successful as Christians? If we have love, integrity, 
forgiveness, and excellence. And if we would pursue these values to the same degree that McDonald's pursues its fundamental values, we will see the same success. Christ has called us to this, and he wants us to be successful. We'll continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 10.30. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.